Hello guys, this is Edison and welcome to Tech and Ed Tech Talks. Ayan. So, today we're going to have a special guest. Syempre, uh, he's one of the a veteran no sa IT industry and uh, a close friend of mine. Of course, we have uh Paul Soliman, the CEO of Hacktive and CTO of Raven Global. Welcome to the show, Paul. Um, thank you, Edison. How are you, bro? So, yung pag-uusapan natin today uh, is a very, uh, I, I would say, a very timing no? na topic sa panahon ngayon. Kasi, syempre, we're uh, slowly back to square one, sabi nga nila. No? And uh, some locations in the Philippines are already on lockdown once again. Not really totally lockdown, but we're already limiting the movement again of, you know, mga tao, di ba? Yeah, yung pag-uusapan natin today is all about investing in digital platform, no? For small business. Siyempre, marami sa atin kasi dito sa Philippines, puro mga small business, eh. And uh, it's a very, kumbaga, to be fair to them, they're actually part of why our economy is still alive. Dahil sa mga small business na yan. And of course, hindi natin matatanggi. Kailangan talaga na they need to adapt to the new norm, kung tawagin natin. And wala tayong choice, di ba? So, based on your experience ba, ano ba yung mga common na challenges ng mga small businesses today? Um, in terms of uh, yung, yung um, nahit tayo ng pandemic, no? So, pre-pandemic, actually... Ang challenge pa rin naman ng small business is more of yung um, efficiency ng operations, di ba? Um, going to market uh, um, in terms of uh, the new way of doing this, uh, doing that, not only, you know, in traditional marketing, but let, let's say social media marketing, etc. Um, and the next is how they, uh, you know, capture the customer journey. So it's, it's really, you know, present even with small and large businesses that, uh, they don't have a strategy to capitalize on uh, this digital transformation uh, thing or era, no? So, not only that, pag tiningnan natin yung traditional, ano, yung traditional um, way of doing businesses, like everything is, is uh, let's say, for example, for a uh, retail company, uh, marami pa tayong nakikita na wala pa rin systems and uh, ang problema doon, parang in a way, nakikita nila marami silang benta sa kaha o sa front end nila pero pagdating pala sa back end, sa accounting, lugi na, no? Kasi hindi na nila nakikita yung full aspect ng business dahil wala silang balance sheet, wala silang income statement. So, pre-pandemic, that's the problem. Um... When, when pandemic hits, naging doble. Para ngayon, pinuproblema mo na rin kung anong-ano, kung anong uh, gagamitin ng tao mo for them to be able to work. So, something like that. Pero, ang laging challenges ng mga small business, sasabihin nila lagi, wala kaming budget para sa ganyan. Or, marami din tayong mga business owner na hindi naman techie or yung mga typical na traditional uh, business people na ultimong paggamit ng smartphone medyo hirap sila. So, parang yun din yung isa sa mga ano no, challenges, di ba? And not to mention, here in Manila medyo most of them are coping up. Mm-hmm. But if you go to the provinces like for example, a small sari-sari store, di ba? Mm-hmm. You don't expect a sari-sari store to have a system, di ba? Kasi yung kanilang way of business is Bibili lang sila ng paninda, ilalagay lang nila sa kanilang tindahan. Pag may mm-hmm. bumili, that's it. Yeah. ba? And they just count kung magkano yung nabenta for the day. So, kumbaga, sa, sa ganong type of business, medyo, paano nga ba natin, ano, kumbaga, i-compare yung ganong type of business dun sa mga, sabi na nating medium-sized business. For example, there are businesses na offering services. Mhm. ba? Kasi for me I think iba-iba yung kanilang requirement eh. Iba-iba yung kanilang uh, uh, kumbaga how they would use technology to handle their business. Mm-hmm. For retail kasi napakabilis eh. Retail kasi you could say, "Oh, I'm going to subscribe to 
let's say Shopify, mm-hmm. diba? to have my own online store. So what Shopify would do is to provide everything. So meron yeah. ka ng inventory, meron ka ng payment, uh, and so on. May but, POS ka pa. Oh, oh, parang oh. automatic mm-hmm. na eh. But yeah. siguro, bigitan example, restaurants. Mm-hmm. Anong pwede nilang gawin? Okay. Sige, pero balik balik ako dun sa sinabi mo, Edison. Actually, that's a good point. no Parang, um, di ba, sabi mo kanina, parang in a way, natatakot silang mag-invest or... Ang, okay, ang problema kasi sa, sa Philippines, uh, they, they're still into this, you know, into this notion that um, a software is a cost, hindi investment, no? Even pre-pandemic, na experience natin, like, uh, meron nga tayong alam na software na pinakamura lang. Nagawang Pinoy, kahit 400 peso a month, eh. Tapos, kaya nang i-capture yung buong operation. But still, no? Small businesses and other, you know, other... Um, other, in a way, medium enterprises pa rin, parang takot pa rin silang mag-invest kasi bago or, or kala nila, of course, mawawala na yung mga tao. Usually, kapag, ka, kapag, ka, ano, kapag sa isang, uh, in a way, let's say, small businesses, pero meron, meron ng mga managers, something like that. So, may takot din sila, lalo na nung pumasok yung cloud. Uh, akala ng mga tao talaga, mawawalan sila ng trabaho. So, isang problem din yun. And, and of course, the investment part, parang, Hanggat kaya pa namin na walang software, okay lang. Kasi cost yan eh. Additional cost sa amin yan. Something like that. So, going back to your question, what if, what if restaurant business? no So, actually, um, the principle of yun nga, implementing a business applications, not only, you know, apps or whatever, it's more of, um, it's more of people process technology. no I'm still going back to that uh, old school philosophy. So, ang isang restaurant, pag chinek natin yung operation of course meron yung kitchen meron yung front office and usually may head office kung malaking uh, let's say fast food chain or whatever yung yung kitchen operations natin usually everything is happen that's that's that, that's their product eh. how they cook ha, uh, anong recipe yan etc um on that note um yung yung pag order usually capture na yan ng POS tapos kung may kitchen display sila so technically yung front office operation to kitchen sinasagot na yan ng 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 POS and kitchen kitchen display in a way but um, there's always there's always a problem na parang kahit yung mga medium no size na mga restaurant chains um nangyayari sa kanila yes may front office sila pero paano yung food costing mo diba um paano yung ano paano yung staffing mo Paano yung um, analytics ng kung kailan ka kung kailan ka malakas, kailan ka mahina? Anong oras ka malakas, anong oras ka mahina? Yes, they can augment that through Excel, no? Nagagawa yan through spreadsheet. Sorry for um, mentioning a brand, but nagagawa nila yan through spreadsheet, through you know, through um, other ano, other other ways. Pwede ring manual, yung iba nakikita ko nagsusulat. Uh, yung iba nakikita ko um, um yeah, gumagamit ng pen and paper. Pero um, in a restaurant business, if you really want to be streamlined, which is ang benefit ng pagiging streamlined, is of course, alam naman natin na ang restaurant relies heavily on the costing since bumibili sila, let's say, ng isang kilong baboy mm-hmm. for for like five dishes. no? Pero paano mo na monitor yung cost ng baboy na yun? Kasi alam naman natin na nagpa-fluctuate ang cost ng mga... Um, raw materials, di ba? Hindi lang baboy, pati ketchup. Pwedeng next time, iba na yung presyo or, or depende sa bilibili mo. Correct. So, this kind of like investment, um, again, as I mentioned, ang, ang Filipino kasi, okay na silang mag, okay silang mag-invest on the, yung, yung, as in, parang in a way, dun sa pumapasok na pera or monitor nila yung pinapasok na pera. Pero yung, in a way, hindi naman malalim but at least can monitor the whole aspect, no, no nangyayari dun sa sa before ka makabuo ng finished good or or ibebenta mo medyo hindi na nila nakikita yan and also yung back office operation let's say for example um yung kaha mo usually may spot check yan sa POS eh. pero um paano natin nahuhuli talaga yun ng dadaya diba yan ang yun yung isang karamihang problema usually naglalagay sila ng CCTV pero there, there's a lot of system na pwede silang mag-invest para talagang ma-capture kung sino yung mga nandadaya sa pagpapunch ng item sa you know sa 
um, yung yung hindi naman pala ni-receive yung pera, something like that. And that can be done, no? That can be done by not investing too much or na masyadong mahal on a specific system. Pero I think isa sa, isa, rin, isa rin sa mga challenges kasi for a lot of small businesses, they don't know where to go o kanino hihingi ng tulong para matulong, I mean, matulungan sila in terms of transforming their business to digital, di ba? Saka isa pa, kumbaga, ang dami kasi nag-o-offer eh, pero mm-hmm. sad to say, ang dami ring mga projects, IT projects, no? We'll just call it IT projects kasi technically it's tech-related. But, mm-hmm. uh, maraming IT projects kasi nag-fail. Yeah. Because it's either yung iba ang ginagawa kasi gumawa ng isang generic na software tapos pinipilit i-fit sa isang business process na hindi naman takma. Agree. Diba? Mm-hmm. So, yun yung challenges yung dito eh. Tapos, syempre, the business would have a trauma dahil, eh, nagpagawa na kami before eh. Sumablay eh. So, wag na lang. Yeah, yeah. Diba? Correct. Uh, oo. Actually, ah, sige bro. Um, I, I want to answer that. Actually, again, as I mentioned, people process technology talaga yan, no? So, in my, you know, um, at least 13 years of implementing business application software or enterprise software, hindi talaga solely sa technology nakakabet yung, yung fear or yung, you know, yung, yung issue kung ba't nag-fail ang project. Um, one, um, 80% or, sorry, 70% of the risk is still on the people. Both sides, hindi lang sa implementers, pati sa ano, pati sa customer, no? Minsan, Kasi, okay, let's say, for example, sige, mag-implement tayo ng digital platform, ERP system, for example. We want to automate everything, streamline everything for your back office operation. Problema, ang daming gusto ng customer, meaning gusto ko to, gusto ko yan. Actually, I'm, I'm gonna launching a book for, for an ERP. Um, oh. Minimension ko yung mga bagay na ganun on the implementation side na parang, um, ang daming gusto ng customer natin ma-achieve. Number one, uh, parang check, uh, parang wishlist, 1 to 10. Okay, kaya ng implementers yan, ng partners yan. Ang problema mo, gusto mo tong, capab- gusto mo tong features na to, pero walang capability yung tao na gumamit. No? That's one. Mm-hmm. So, just for us to, parang hindi naman lahat ng kasalanan talaga sa atin, no? sa industriya natin, Edison, like, di ba, software developer tayo, implementers yes. tayo. Hindi naman talaga lahat sa atin ang ngyayari. But meron talagang mga kumpanya na kahit anong gawin natin is benta lang ng benta, magaling magsalita sa marketing pero hindi naman kayang deliver yung sinasabi. And I know mm-hmm. a lot, ba? So, um, number two, ang problema naman sa partner, again, minsan, as I mentioned, people pa rin. Since uh, maraming nag-start ng mga implementation na hindi natatapos kasi yung unang nag-implement umalis na no meaning nag-resign na yes. or or syempre pumunta na lang abroad kasi malaki yung offer doon eh di ba so so that's the, kung mapapansin mo yung dalawang problema na yon it's on the people side meaning uh, ang hirap i-control kasi hindi na technology yung kalaban mo hindi na rin proseso ng negosyo it's still really the people eh kasi pag umalis yan or again as i mentioned reality versus expectation lagi iba yung iba yung ini-expect nilang ma-deliver people aspect pa rin yan so yeah doon yung may pinakamalaking problema kaya nagkakaroon ng mga like a notion na parang ah pal- ang hirap mag-invest sa application eh parang ang daming horror stories di ba as we as we know it mga ganun yeah pero ano no along with that uh, challenge no mas okay ba based on your experience, uh, this is for ano, small businesses, mas okay ba na they would invest on out-of-the-box solution or magpapakustom sila ng software based on whatever they prefer? Kasi yan yung number one na tanong din eh. Diba? Mm. Especially sa mga nagpapagawa ng software, mas maganda ba nga yung gawa na, ko-customize for you, pero syempre, as technical tayo, we know that there would always be a limitation no sa pwedeng i-customize sa mga out of the box solution correct correct yeah um good question actually no so um ang napansin namin uh, sa 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 implementation na nangyayari and everything uh, actually i wrote an article sa LinkedIn about what is really the next ERP um ang napansin ko kasi um since since 
nakita namin kung paano kami, of course, tumatapos ng mga implementation, nakakapag-deliver ng maayos, may fail din naman. Um, there is like a factor talaga kung paano ka pipili ng, ng, ng system. No? So, um, ang sinasabi ni Edison, no, Edison, yung sinasabi mo kanina about OOB or out-of-the-box system, uh, para sa mga viewers natin, yung OOB, ito yung mga gawa na. Meaning, let's say, magbibigay ako ng brand, QuickBooks Zero for an accounting system. Let's say, Microsoft Dynamics, SAP, etc. Um, merong mga software dito na, na pwede pang i-customize or pwede mo pang i-extend. Pero meron din naman na mga OOB or out-of-the-box systems sa hindi mo na talaga pwedeng i-extend kasi yun na yun. Now, paano ka pipili as uh, business owner muna? So, again, the heart of the SMB pa rin, based on our experience, nasa owner pa rin eh. Ang decision-making process, kailangan involved pa rin ng owner, involved pa rin ng CEO. Um, pwede na lang pag sobrang malaki na talaga na hindi na kailangan sometimes ng owner involvement, CFO na lang yung kaharap mo or some, or or something someone na ano no na medyo senior sa company or trusted ng company. Um kailangan kailangan um examine ng mga businesses um yung capability nila to use the system. Maganda yung mga out of the box kasi when you're starting. Let's say for example from nothing, from like papers or excel going to a streamlined project or streamlined uh, yeah streamlined um, application that you want to projectize so it's better pa rin you try the OOB or the out of the box system kasi let's say for example for an accounting you know uh, system or ERP uh, ang perspective naman natin again meron tayong tinatawag na GAAP eh, or generally accepted accounting principle if your OOB or out of the box system can do that then you, you don't have a problem no, you don't have a problem. Nangyayari lang kasi sometimes pinipilit ng mga businesses na ipasok yung yung process nila. Okay, hinahanap nila yung manual process nila dun sa automated process. So, yun yung problema. Kasi once na ginawa mo yon, technically dinidigitalize mo lang yung process mo. Hindi maganda yon. Actually, that's not really a good automation part. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you're aut- automating because you want to optimize your process. Let's say you have five manual processes, gusto mo lang siyang gawin three. Kasi yun yung value ng pag-streamline, eh. di ba? So, minsan, hinahanap nila yung papel na i-digitalize mo lang. So, hindi maganda. Kaya sometimes, yung notion na getting an out-of-the-box system is nakukulangan sila because nga, ayaw din nilang magbago ng process. Alright? So, that's that's what I call nga people process technology. And then, yung technology naman nowadays, lalo na pagka, um, sad to say, pero di ba, yung mga well-established brand like Intuit, Microsoft, Oracle, SAP, NetSuite, etc. Hindi na yan, ano eh, in a way, medyo yung bugs niyan, hindi na ganun ka, you know, karampant eh, di ba? Parang more of, more of like, um, may mga updates, etc. na ginagawa. Pero in terms of like, yung gaap nga, or following uh, an ISO, you know, ISO processes, nandyan na yan. So, hindi na natin siya kailangan ibahin if you want to follow the standard process and if you want to streamline everything. We need to follow the out-of-the-box system. So, I think isa sa mga challenges ng businesses, no? Kasi syempre, sinasabi natin, uh, pag nag-digitalize yung mga companies, no? Uh, yung iba, they just actually convert their old process, no? Let's say, old forms into digital. Pero, hindi talaga nila in-optimize yung process, which is the value of actually going digital. Pero, at the back of their mind, ang problema din kasi minsan, is hindi, yung tao hindi mo pwedeng alisin, di ba? Like, for example, sa government, bawal ka naman mag-alis ng tao. And to keep it short, under the law, hindi mo sila pwede alisin, kagad-kagad, without valid reason. And doon nagkakaproblema ngayon. Anong papagawa mo sa kanila? It's like, for small businesses, I need to pay this person, pero tinanggal ko yung trabaho niya. So, so I'm gonna have a futuristic answer for that. no? So, this emerging technology uh, or, or coming technology that's gonna happen at least, you know, two years from now, three years from now, or really even pre-pandemic nangyayari na nga, hindi lang masyadong, you know, present or evident kasi um, hindi natin ina-adapt or, or hindi natin ini-embrace. Pero, um, so even the pandemic, no, uh, Edison, is, is like a testament that um, those uh, jobs that... that uh, uh, in a way, I can say that it's re- repetitive, clerical, etc. I don't want to put this parang, ah, 
talagang matatanggal kami or something like that. But let me just um, give a perspective of why it's happening. No? So, technically, even small or large businesses, even call centers, etc., or any other businesses, if it adopts a particular you know, technology that can um, streamline, streamline processes, then, then technically, ano talaga, uh, may tatamaan, no? Whether we want na I mean we 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 want to you know uh, in a way sugarcoat that or something, but I'm not gonna be sugarcoating this. Um, to give you an example, let's say Uber or Grab. Um, nung 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 hindi naman kasalanan ng Uber or Grab kung bakit na disrupt yung transportation or taxi industry, for example. Since that's the, that's their problem, eh, because. Technically, the technology is here. Yung owner ng mga, you know, transport corporation or taxi, hindi nag-evolve. Hindi nagkaroon ng ganong knowledge or platform. Hindi naman nila kasalanan din. But at the end of the day, kasi yung mindset nga natin about te- technology is parang hindi natin pinapansin. It's more of like, ah, sci-fi, napapanood ko lang sa TV, something like that. But, um, little by little, nagiging, nagkakaroon ng impact sa mga negosyo, sa mga buhay ng tao. So, even social media, di ba? Parang, Parang in a way, it's it's time for us to really be open-minded about the new tech that is coming. Now, tatamaan ba nito yung trabaho? Yes, tatamaan niya sobrang laki. In fact, um, um, I've I've heard uh, many ano no many like uh, big person in the industry, even Elon Musk, saying na pag dumat pag talaga na full yung yung full utilization ng AI is nandito na or nag-infuse na siya in in a uh, in a way in a subtle way or or um sa normal na buhay or sa practical na buhay then we will be losing a lot of ano uh, of um jobs talaga or or workers no hindi hindi natin maiiwasan so on a, on a very little uh you know or a very focused uh, answer about uh let's say a small business pag nag-streamline ka kasi ng isang negosyo balik ako dun sa ERP kasi ito usually yung ano talaga eh, yung nagkakaroon ng ng uh, magi-invest ba ako o hindi. Um, sa ERP supposed to be walang kwenta yung ERP system mo if it, it it will not streamline. Meaning from accounting, from warehouse to sales. Simple as that, as simple as that, no. Wag na natin palalimin. Yung tatlong aspect ng negosyo na yon, warehousing, uh, sales and warehouse, pagka walang system usually to give, to give you a very specific example. Meron akong client na Meron siyang tao na, in, na ang ginagawa lang is mag-encode ng sales order, no? Ng sales mm-hmm. order. So, ang sales order, para sa mga viewers natin, uh, ito yung, um, in a way, kung may customer ka, kung ano yung in-order nila sa'yo na item or services, bago mo yan i-post, dyan muna natin nilalagay. So, may tinatawag sila ng mga sales order coordinator. Ang ginagawa nito, tatawag yung ahente, Oh, si si customer number 1, umo-order siya ng 10 ganito, 10, let's say 10, 10 chicken, 10 um 10 lettuce, etc. So, may taga-encode sila kasi nga wala silang system nung una. Encode Excel, etc. Excel na 'yun, ha? hindi pa nga paper, hindi na nga paper as in Excel. Now, because the the ERP system is streamlined already. Um the application pwede na sa kamay ng sales agent. And yung sales agent, actual, okay, kasi yung sales order processor ang ginagawa niya, syempre, iti-check niyo yung inventory, di ba? Para masabi ng sales agent, ah, wala, wala na po kaming 10 chicken, 5 na lang kasi naubos na. So, eto, tong sales order processor, siya magbabalidate nyan kasi nga, wala siya, hindi streamline. Ngayon, nung na-streamline siya, nawalan ngayon ng role yung sales order processor kasi, yung agent mismo na may app okay sa sa kamay niya at um, nandun sa customer kaya na niya agad makita yung inventory kasi wa, hindi mo na kailangan number one, pag siya mismo yung nag-encode nung 10 chicken yung isang system na ini-implement namin sinasabi na niya na wala ka ng 10 5 na lang yung meron ka without even going to the sales coordinator or sales order processor so si that streamlining may tinamaan agad on the very basic part. Bakit siya tinamaan? Kasi clerical ang ginagawa ng sales order processor. Walang involvement, you know, ng critical thinking, creativity, no? I'm not trying to, sorry, I'm not trying to discriminate that job, but 
again, because of the topic of may tatamaan ba pag nag-streamline or nag-optimize or nag-automate ang isang small business, no sugar coating, yes, tatamaan talaga yung mga ganong trabaho. Next, um, I'll go later kung itatanong mo, pero paano ba maiiwasan yun as, a, as an individual, di ba? So, kung ayaw mong matamaan yung trabaho mo, if you're into like clerical task today, in fact, the, sabi nga nila, pero I mean, based lang to, so of course, sa mga research na nabasa ko, um, ang, ang accounting will be a clerical work, uh, sorry, will be, you know, uh, vocational work later on na kaya nang gawin ng AI and other things, no? So, yung mga ganong yung mga ganong bagay na in a way logical kasi na-automate will really be a problem to those people na ganun yung tinahak na career. So, paano ba natin maiiwasan yan? So, number one, we, may, may tinatawag tayo ngayon na citizen developer, Edison. So, if you're familiar with the word, no? A citizen developer is someone that uh-huh. is not a tech guy, not a developer, not a programmer, not without even an experience with tech na pwede na pwede siyang mag-create ng mga low code to no code application no parang excel pero medyo democ- ah, sorry parang excel pero on steroids parang parang um, app development pero democratized ai na democratized so again as i mentioned um, hindi ano eh hindi hinto dapat dun sa clerical work no dun, yung yung mga like yung yung mga kung ano yung meron tayo ngayon sa roster ng isang kumpanya dapat talaga even the clerical uh, workers or gumagawa ng mga clerical work, mag-evolve din sila. So citizen developer is the future of work for those, you know, um uh, people that will be, you know, uh, be impacted by the automation. Well, actually tama ka diyan, no? Medyo sumisikat nga yung mga no-code ngayon lately. Pero how much does it cost kasi compared dun sa uh, magpapagawa ka rin ng normal na system, 'di ba? Yun din naman yung isa sa mga, uh, I would say, showstopper minsan. When, well, we have few companies locally here that are offering low-code solutions na eh. Diba? Pero yung cost pa lang siguro. But so, of course, in the future, once it's becoming more common, babagsak din ng presyo niyan. Kasi there would yeah. be more competition. There would be more, uh, kumbaga, products out in the market that does the same thing, no? And, syempre, yung mga old school developer medyo mag-iisip-isip na rin yan kasi ako ba magpapakahirap pa ba akong gumawa ng custom code ko kung meron ng drag and drop or I mean yung tools that would allow me to build uh, apps that I could sell quickly di ba? Yeah. Pero siguro isa sa tignan din natin no ang ang challenge din siguro for local businesses in terms of going digital kasi yung takot din nila for theft ng kanilang ano trade uh, secrets correct may mga ganung scenario eh paano ba usually based on your experience ano ba yung mga common na nangyayari with regards to trade secrets kasi syempre pag nagpa-custom ka ng system for example you need to provide the process diba correct uh, ano yung gusto mong mangyari paano tumatak mo yung negosyo mo. But there are cases na yung business mo ay eh, merong unique na ginagawa na sa'yo lamang. Yeah. Diba? So, yung question na, do I hire my own developer in-house? Which is may meron din, syempre, hmm. chances of, oo, may risk pa rin. Or, magtiwala alala ako sa third party and cover them with NDA or non-disclosure agreement and just pray na hindi siya mag-leak. Yeah. Good question. Actually, um, maraming ganyan. In fact, sa tagal-tagal ko na nag implement ng mga, lalo na ERP, kasi mga, let's say for example, or CRM also, their customer database. Pero me- me- medyo madaming ganyan pagdating sa ERP, lalo na on a restaurant business, no? o commissary. No? Since recipe nila yan, eh, ba? So, yung recipe yan, medyo trade mm-hmm. secret. Hindi lang medyo, in fact, yan yung buhay ng isang restaurant kasi sila lang yung merong gano'n na lasa or what, no? sa, sa buong industriya, something like that. Um, ang nakikita namin pag ganito, actually it 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 sa culture no, sa culture sa talaga ano uh, nakadepende. Yung technology as I mentioned, 10% na lang yan eh. Pero yung yung paano mo pinapatakbo yung company mo as an owner or as a manager, um, it all start with the trust culture no. Parang kahit mag on-premise tayo, oh, sorry, for the viewers ang on-premise po yan po yung naka-host 
na, na server or sorry application doon sa ano sa opisina nyo na hindi pwedeng i-access sa labas kunyari ganun pero on premise pwede rin naman but for the lack of better term para maintindihan ng viewers natin um, or cloud or software as a service which is pwedeng i-access sa lahat pero pwedeng i-restrict din kung ayaw mong pa-accessin si si employee 1 employee 2 now um Dito sa ano, dito sa nangyayari ngayon, Edison sa pag uh, sa ano sa like we call it anywhere operations, di ba? So according to to Gartner no, yan yan yung isang pinaka in a way pinaka magiging trending ngayon because of the pandemic. Yung anywhere operations uh, na terminology, it's something like that ginagawa naman na dati yan but ngayon medyo naging full-fledged siya kasi kahit nasa beach ako, pwede ako magtrabaho. Kahit nasa nasa ano ko nasa bahay di ba another extension of our work workplace na eh nung nagkaroon ng pandemic pwede kong i-access lahat ng data kung ako yung business owner dapat kahit nasa beach ako nakakapag-approve ako kaya ko magdesisyon di ba so in a way yun yung positive um, positive impact naman nung nung pagkakaroon ng system that can be accessed anywhere and anytime now, yung, yung question mo, Edison, is something that is really, you know, um, for me, ah, for me, um, kailangan pa rin i-improve no? on the technology side. Since pag gumagamit tayo ng software as a service kasi, the reason why nagiging mura yan, kasi nga, nagsishare tayo ng, ng, ano, ng uh, server sa ibang companies, resources, etc. No? So, um, of course, if, if, if you're into like, you know, big companies, at least 90%, 95% secured naman yan. Wala namang magiging issue. Ang question pa rin dito is what if may access yung specific person sa recipe mo kung ikaw yung restaurant owner. So, kung yung accountant mo, kasi kailangan niya mag-compute ng BOM or bill of materials or ingredients para mag-roll up yung cost at maging siya yung, let's say, selling price mo, it's really it's really ano um, inevitable na na ano na kailangan makita niya talaga yon di ba as your you know kahit in-house accountant or or in a way um let's say kung sino man yung gumagawa ng task na yan so ang problema natin um gustuhin man nating i-secure yung mga information na yon may tatamaan lalo na sa operations meaning babagal tayo kapag ka isa lang isang tao lang ang nakakapag-access nung isang nung information na yon tapos nag-absent siya for example so technically eh, kailangan yes. kasi let's say kailangan ko na mag-compute ng cost kasi tomorrow maglo-launch ako ng bagong product or or magdi-discount ako dahil holiday something like that so kailangan kong computein yung cost ngayon syempre dun sa cost computation kailangan mong computein yung raw materials for example Ngayon, kung ayaw mong ipakita yun sa ibang tao, eh absent yung yung trusted guy mo, so walang magagawa yung technology dun eh, di ba? Or else, meron kang kapalit. Pero again, as I mentioned, um, pag lalo nating ini-expose kasi yung mga bagay nito or dumadami yung nagkakaroon ng access, mas dumadami yung risk na mag-leak yan. So, hindi lang siya technology side. Again, it's not 100% technology, 10% lang yan. Papasok na tayo dun sa policies and processes. So, kung may maganda tayong policies and processes for those sensitive information or NDA na tinatawag natin na may NDA thing na kailangan gawin, so, please put policy, no? Uh, even if you're a small business or, you know, large corporation, sa large, maraming policy na yan. Eh. So, gawin, gawa natin yan ng policy. May sanction, merong, merong uh, rules of engagement, etc., yeah. etc., et so yeah, kailangan natin magkaroon ng mga policies in place para magamit yung technology ng mas maayos at hindi tayo takot na mag-leak. I think they, they need to document it very well eh. Yun ka man kasi yung ano, uh, kumbaga, it should be part of the employee's mm-hmm. handbook, no? Regardless if you're a big company yeah. or a small one. Pero, just to follow up on what you're saying right now, no? Meron din tayong cases kasi na ayaw ng employee because yung mindset na pag digital na sila or purely digital, pati yung trabaho, dinadala nila sa bahay. Yeah. Um, correct, correct. Diba? So, isa rin yung sa nakikita kong nagiging blocker, no? Pero, at the end of the day, it should be the company's policy, eh. Nagkatao lang naman kasi na meron tayong pandemic ngayon. That's the reason why Walang choice. Talagang, we highly recommend na sa bahay talaga tayo mag-work. Diba? To reduce the exposure. Kasi, 
if you look at yung mga companies na nagpapapasok pa rin na employees ngayon, once in a while, they would, Correct. you know, report na, oh, somebody caught COVID in the company, blah, blah, blah. I-stop din yung operation para mag-disinfect and so on. So, dumodoble or tumitriple din yung gastos. Kaya nga yung ibang mga companies, they literally give out uh, devices, they give out connectivity to mm. their employees, even though dagdag-gastos yun sa kanilang operation and CAPEX. Pero, yung chances of stopping your operation is being lowered mm. significantly. Mm. Diba? Yeah. So, yeah. yun. So, yeah, go ahead. Pero, siguro gusto ko rin i-point i- out, no? Siyempre, when we say going digital, uh, some people might think na part of it is paperless, diba? Yun, mm, yun yung karuktong, eh, kasunod, eh. Ang question ngayon, yung paperless ba tinatanggap sa korte? Pag nagkaroon ng, ano, kumbaga, litigation or whatever cases. Kasi syempre, pag nag-pure digital ka, wala ka ng papel na pinanghahawakan. Eh, parang typical sa mga Pinoy, di ba? Laging gusto, physical na papel, correct, may correct. firma. Yeah. Ano ba yung, ano, ano ba yung, kumbaga, how, how do business cope with that uh, hmm. scenario? if they, they would go 100% paperless or hindi naman 100%. Kasi, in reality, hindi mo rin pwede gawing 100% eh, because, for example, if you're a, if you're a distributor, yung delivery receipt mo, hindi mo naman pwede paperless yan kasi pagdating doon sa kabilang site, kailangan mong papirmahan physically. Hindi wala ka namang way to authorize them na, oy, tinanggap nila yung item, parang gano'n. Yeah. Yep. Um, uh, okay. So technically ang, ang simple answer kasi diyan um, in terms of law law kasi or laws no sa, sa mga nangyayari actually um, hi, hindi hindi pa accepted sa I think evidence yes pwede pero I mean yung yung let's say um di ba nagnonotaryo pa nga tayo ngayon eh di ba so usually pag in a way pag startup ka mm. pag dumaan ka sa due diligence part sometimes yung mga yung mga gusto mag-invest sa iyo naghahanap pa rin ng mga notarized paper na na may pirma mo or even stamp ng abogado etc. Um sad to say ang problema kasi natin nga we're not fully adapted eh. Not, not you know not only in the Philippines but also as a society kasi ang nagiging problema natin dito medyo medyo kasi pag naririnig nila yung um, let's say paperless or digital signature Ang ang ano ang concept ang yeah yung yung perception agad diyan nadadaya nahahack di ba um, because ano because of syempre lack of knowledge hindi hindi mahilig mag-research or hindi nila nakikita yung yung technology nga as a part of the solution or software it's still uh, expense 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 rather than investment so ang nangyayari ang nangyayari sa sa uh, in a way let's say for example sa Philippines uh, medyo nagiging mix no Merong merong company na let's say for us um, kami kami ano kami um, lahat ng lahat ng approvals no of course sa uh, system na lang lahat ng uh, documents na naka-PDF ang permahan niyan uh, dun sa mga parang um ay anyway sige magbabanggit ako ng brand like say DocuSign or EverSign as a company we accept those um, documents because even in our counterpart meaning yung kadil namin or ka ka negosyo namin na ibang kumpanya na nag-accept din ng digital signature basta dumadaan sa mga correct platform let's say DocuSign or EverSign na may mga disclaimer doon na pag pinirmahan mo to this is uh, you know uh, blah 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 s'yempre may mga in state yan ng mga articles etc then kami pumapayag kami sa ganun dahil of course at the end of the day may di- yung digital footprint naman yung even sa pirma mas mahirap dayain i don't know if you if you will agree on that edison di ba kasi ang digital footprint ng isang signature um nan- kung papalalimin natin yung analysis yung ip address yung time kung kailan nag nagsign yan anong computer name etc nakukuha yan unlike pag finorge ko yung pirma um, Siyempre, kung magaling yung gumawa, wala tayong trace kung saan ang galing yan, etc. Unless itrace mo talaga yung paper, paper trail, meaning manually itrace mo. But sa digital, napakadaling i-check yan eh, kung, kung, kung nahack yan, etc. And of course, not to mention blockchain, di ba? So, this, this, uh, this uh, blockchain smart contracts, etc. na 
in a way, syempre, I, I cannot say na 100% na hindi nahahack. Pero of course, mga blockchain enthusiasts, sinasabi, sa, sinasabi na immutable, etc. I believe. Kasi hindi, hindi naman sa 100%. Pero ang nakukonvince lang ako kasi, mas mahirap yung method ng pasukin or i-breach yung blockchain kasi nga connected siya with 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 all of this you know de- decentralized siya in a way and kung gusto mong mahack yung isang information kailangan mong dumaan dun sa chain something like that di ba so in a way in sorry yes. I, I don't want to speak more technical on that but um in in layman pag gumagamit tayo ng mga technology like again like blockchain may chances na talagang um dapat tingnan ng ng government or ng isang society or institution na na para maiwasan din yung mga katulad dito sa COVID na mga natatransmit na of course na mga of course yung COVID natatransmit din naman yan via money via paper we really need to ano we really need to evolve as a, as a human being kasi hindi lang naman din tayo nag-evolve parang uh, let's say sa style sa culture etc ngayon kasi yung technology part of evolution eh so part of thinking part of how we think. So dapat government talaga should should ano, should you know, tinitingnan na natin. Not on the crypto side, ha? I understood that. No problem. But li- literally on kung ano yung sinasabi mo Edison about documents, about papers. That's very easy eh. Meaning for me, parang before tayo pumunta sa pinaka-complicated na na issue sa sa pagkakaroon ng digital transformation, babalik pa rin ako sa paper. And in, in fact, ang ganda ng question mo about that kasi nasa industriya ka naman Edison makikita mo talaga diyan na kaya minsan nag, nagpapa-implement ng mga sistema ang isang kumpanya because sobrang dami nilang papel na hindi na nila malaman kung paano nila i-store yeah. something like that so let's solve that problem first there's a lot of technology that we can use to secure digital signature paper trace etc we just need to adapt well i just to add to that no uh, isa rin kasi sa mga importante ngayon dahil uh, a lot of the businesses are also going digital is yung value of having uh, this DRA or disaster recovery eh. Kasi for example, kung nasudog ang opisina mo, kung nagpuro papel yan nandun, burado na lahat yun, wala ka ng record. Diba? That includes the contracts and other papers na important sa business mo. Pero, kung yan digital and if, if implemented properly, there's a chance kasi of you know, saving it eh. Pwede mo siyang automatic na nakabackup sa ibang lugar. So, even may mangyari dun sa opisina mo, you're still, re- still ready to operate, no? Yeah. Diba? I think, yun yung isa sa mga pinaka-value eh, of why businesses should go digital. And actually, na-experience din ng mga friends natin, no? Na may-ari ng mga businesses. Ang ano kasi, ang system, for example, pag eto nangyayari to ah lalo na mga nasa on-prem i have a client 10 years na yung kanyang uh, system tumatakbo ng flawless no suddenly biglang nagkaroon ng problema sa power kumidlat ah uh, kumidlat tapos biglang nag-surge nasira yung computer niya after 10 years de ba so at least mabilis pa rin mas siya maka-recover compared dun sa kumbaga Pag yan, nagka-problema na physical, like binaha. I mean, we all know that how many times ang binaha yung parts of Manila, di ba? Mm-hmm. Buong, buong, buong ano mo, buong business mo nakalubog sa tubig. So, after that flood, lahat ng yeah. ano mo, burado. Parang from scratch ka ulit, di ba? You, you don't even know how much you, are, you owe your supplier. Kasi syempre, pwedeng meron ka mga items yeah. na hindi mo pabayad. True. Di ba? So, Blanco nga ngayon, and mas mahirap mag-backtrack. Kaya, we really encourage then whether you're a small business or big business, to really, ano, to really invest in digitalization. Mm-hmm. And, going back to sa, ano, no, I think, I just want to point out then isa sa mga takot, no, ng mga tao kasi, pag they're going digital, is yung security. Mm-hmm. Diba? Parang, meron kasing stigmat like sa Pilipinas na pag ano yan, high-tech yan, hackable yan. Diba? Kaya nga marami din pa rin dito sa Pilipinas na ayaw mag-online yeah. banking. Nagpupunta pa ng bangko, diba? Kaya ang haba pa rin ang pila sa bangko kahit... I mean, to be fair to the banks, uh, their applications, no? 
from BPI to security. Ang ganda na eh. It, it, it really works eh, di ba? You yeah. could transfer funds, you could do whatever right. you need, di ba? Just by just using the app. Pati nga pag-apply ngayon ng bank account oh. online, ano na eh, online oh. na or sa Baya app eh. Na-deliver okay. na lang sa bahay mo yung kudos, ano, kudos ATM card, di ba? No? I, I don't want to mention, but ang galing yes. nila. Even ako, nasubukan ko na. Yes. So, ang, ang point lang doon is, nand- kumbaga, I, I believe, ah, the banks, they are, they are handling billions, di ba? And they, they're going digital without worrying. Kasi, alam, al, 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 kumbaga, nandun yung tinatawag natin, accepted mm. risk, eh. Lahat naman ng gagawin mo, may risk yan. But, yung chances of expanding your business versus the risk, Correct. malayo, eh. Yeah. Di ba? And, I don't think na dapat matakot yung mga tao kasi for example ngayon nauuso na yung mga uh, mm. e-payments ba for all businesses I mean I think in some locations it is being required pa nga ng local government to e-payment. Uh, go full yeah, elect- yeah. e-payment di ba tapos yung mga tao yung iba takot pa rin gumamit kasi sabi nila ah uh, Na, marami kasing cases, diba, pag nagbuta ka sa Facebook, maraming scammer, maraming na, nanakawan ng pera sa kanilang mga yeah. online account. Pero, if you look at the reasons behind, no, hindi naman dahil nahak mm-hmm. si Gcash, eh. Most of the time, ha, sila mismo yung yeah. na-compromise. Hindi okay. yung kumpanya. Yung individual na tao mismo. And, mm-hmm. oo. So, yan, dyan pumapasok kasi yung, for example, yung laptop nila may malware nakuha yung password or kumonekta sila sa mga kasi madalas din syempre mga businesses or yung mga tao mahilig sa libre mm-hmm. sa Pilipinas ba connect sa free wifi minsan nga connect sa wifi yeah. ng kapitbahay pero yun yung kumbaga if you are avoiding those uh, uh, ano no yung mga gawain at the same time you are actually investing in a full pledge na ano naman system uh, na talagang matino I don't see it as a problem eh I mean just to share with all our viewers no walang software na perfect walang software na 100% secure kaya sabi nga natin pag may nagbebenta sa iyo na sasabihin sobrang secure niyan that's bullshit pero too good to be true yeah ang point lang doon is oh too good to be true but the, the way we actually mitigate or respond to those threats kasi is continuous updates, ba? And best practices yes. ng paggamit. Um, so, yeah, to add on that, Edison, actually, ito yung, ito yung, ano, ito yung mga based on our, uh, sa experience natin, no, as, as uh, implementers, uh, implementers, uh, software developer, uh, whatever you want to call our industry, lalo na sa business apps. Um, usually, um, since I, I sorry, uh, since 2015, I'm I'm one of the you know um, nage evangelize eh, even sa mga accountant nitong cloud accounting no since 2014 I think um, cloud CRM kasi yung cloud yung cloud naman naging ano lang yan naging let's say of course ang tagal na nanandyan ng cloud but hindi lang natin alam yung definition di ba so ngayon nagiging notion parang nagiging arbitrary na sa atin na parang pag sinabi nating cloud-hosted application on pub- public cloud, parang ganun. Pero usually, marami naman, private, public, hybrid, etc. But I, I don't wanna go on that. But, ang sinasabi ko lang, parang, nung time kasi na nag evangelize tayo ng mga tao na parang, dahil nga sa disaster recovery, sa security also, mapa, dati, nung, nung, nung hindi pa ganun kabuo yung loob ng tao, even I think sa Pilipinas, hindi pa rin naman ganyan, to go with the cloud or uh, mga software as a service, which is ginagamit na natin in our everyday lives, like everyday life, like Facebook, etc. Um, Google, Gmail, no? mga software as a service na yan. Um, meron, ang, ang, ang nagiging problema is, uh, sometimes kasi kinukumpare nila yung nagtatago nagtatago ako ng data dito sa loob ng opisina ko or bahay ko versus dun sa naka-expose sa public yung data ko no so may malaking may malak pag ganun kasi yung mindset 
talagang mahirap i-convince or kahit anong gawin mong paliwanag sometimes hindi ano hindi 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 sila in a way na move no but you know um very particularly very particular ako sa pagsagot doon lalo na kapag sa security since that's the topic actually nagiging issue um kasi is hindi nila naiintindihan or lalo na yung mga small businesses na wala naman talagang in a way no Ah, kasi syempre may investment din sa tao na medyo technical or in a way seasoned or you know, talagang passionate dun sa sa tech. Kasi minsan na ka ng IT pero <laughs> 'di ba hindi naman talaga parang nagagawa yung trabaho. Imaginein mo ah, um, kung mag kung gagawa ka ng sarili mong server that can be accessed publicly because you need lalo na sa pandemic because every everyone is working from home, ang magiging problema diyan, you need to hire five people at least to secure your param- um, perimeters, di ba? Hindi, hindi, ano, hindi simple yon. I mean, let's say number one, alam naman natin yung Edison sa cybersecurity, kailangan mong gumamit ng mga blue and red team. Ang daming kailangan gawin. Penetration testing, which is you don't want to go there. Um, lalo na ang topic natin, investing, di ba? Hindi mo kaya yung investment na yon, no? Kung small business ka lang. If magahar ka ng if magahar ka ng isang IT, sigurado ako hindi lang naman password ang ginagawa niyan, password creation or securing the password, securing the access, hindi lang. Pinapagawa niyo ng printer 'yan, pinapagawa niyo ng, 'di ba? Pinagtutrob all around. All around. So, mas nakakatakot kasi imaginein mo subscribing to to you know, to software as a service, kuha mo lahat 'yun eh. Meaning um, for as low as $70 for example for Microsoft Business Central uh, an ERP system or $95 for the CRM. Imagine mo no, magkano lang 3,000 tapos yung 95 around uh, 5,000 something sorry, uh, wala akong calculator. But ang sinasabi ko lang dito, yung enterprise security management for just paying $70, nakukuha mo 'yon on a subscription as a service. Okay? So meaning may tama, may tama. tao even the disaster recovery nakukuha mo yun kasi may digital footprint. So in a way ako ha, to be honest yung ginagamit yung mga SaaS na ginagamit ko wala pa ako na wala pa ako na experience na sobrang tagal na downtime na let's say 2 days, 1 day wala pang ganun. Fluctuating meron like 5 minutes siguro meron pero 24 hours, 8 hours na downtime wala pa ako nakikita kasi that's their service level agreement to us eh. to secure it, di ba? Um Yung point naman ng securing your own personal access, hindi na problema yan ng mga companies no? or ng mga software provider. Since that one should be, you know, a culture inside the company that pag may password ka, wag naman madali yung password. In fact, pag nabasa natin yung mga research or you can just Google it, malaki pa rin yung chances, pinakamalaking chances pa rin mahak ang isang system dahil sa tao na nagpabaya sa password niya or binigay or pina-access niya Tama. sa kapitbahay, uh, sorry, sa, sa, let's say, sa kapamilya niya yung password kasi naliligo siya or what, tumawag yung boss, mag access siya ng, let's say, Microsoft Teams, eh, hindi naka-auto-login. So, nag, diba? Nag-type. Eh, yun pala, yung tao na yun, uh, may, may issue sa kanya or what, diba? Facebook, ganun din naman. So, tapos, yung password natin, chinachat natin sa mga IM, diba? <laughs> sa mga instant messaging app. So, and... Uh, well, we, do, we oh, really discourage we that, no? Oh, 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 Kumbaga, always assume that yung mga messenger and the likes are unsecure yes, by default. Because we're in the internet. In fact, we're on the internet. In fact, uh, Edison, I just want to highlight that, um, of course, in um, internet nowadays, kasi like, ginagamit na natin talaga in our everyday life, ang, ang, ang root pa rin ng internet is really public, no? So meaning everything in the World Wide Web is public. Nagagawan lang talaga ng paraan ng mga big companies of course kasi syempre nauso na yung mga security ng mga servers etc. Hindi nila na-access tong IP address na to. But we need to yung correct yung sinabi ni Edison. Pag nag-upload tayo ng isang bagay sa internet, consider that as public. Well, Siyempre, depende pa rin yan sa perspective ng bawat isa eh. Pero, yeah, generally, ge- generically speaking, there's a chance yes. kasi to leak. Yun yung pinaka-bottom line doon. Ayan. Pero isa rin so, siguro, sa pinaka-last na, kumbaga, 
gusto ko rin i-highlight, no? Going digital, kasi is, last dilemma dito is to go, we were already mentioning cloud so many times earlier. And you also mentioned kanina yung on-prem, di ba? Hmm. For businesses, ang sinasabi nga natin, going cloud or, sorry, going SaaS is one way to go, especially kapag wala ka masyadong experience, no? Kasi nga, you're getting everything na in one package, kumbaga. Now, ang, ang next sagot naman dyan kasi, paano yung connectivity pag over the internet? Diba? <laughs> Yun naman yung naging ano eh, problem eh, dito sa Philippines. No? I mean, we're in Manila, most of the time, mabilis pa. But if you go to provinces, doon na medyo may problem. Actually, even in Manila, some parts of Manila, medyo mabagal pa rin. No? Uh, I think, right now kasi hindi na siya nagiging problem because if you re- you're really investing on those, meron na mga solution kasi meron ng satellite-based internet na mura. Na, diba? Ano? Oh. By next year, meron ng parating na from oh. Elon Musk, yeah, yung kanyang yeah. Starlink, Inaabang mura din yon. Yes. So, hindi na, in theory, at right now, meron ng solusyon. Hindi na problema yung internet. Kasi baka nakafocus lang yung mga businesses sa globe and smart and converge, eh, yung oh, big three. Oh, tama. Diba? So, hindi na siya problem ngayon. Kahit sa tuktokan ng bundok, meron ng internet ngayon. It's just, you just know hmm. where to subscribe. Correct. Kaya, I think, malaking tulong, no, so, for businesses yung really being connected, no? And, aside from that, marami, malaki rin nare-reduce kasi sa cost, eh. Imagine mo, pwede mo nang i-reduce yung phone calls mo because over the internet, pwede ka nang mag- Tumawag. Uh, yeah. Call sa Teams or yeah. uh, kahit saan, di ba? So, hindi na siya, hindi mo na rin kailangan masyado mag-travel. Yes. Well, even though mas gusto natin mag-travel, pero syempre, as a business owner, that's cost yeah. for us, eh. Di ba? you want to minimize yung cost na unnecessary. Well, syempre, unless you are giving it as Tama. a perks. Or talagang you really need to do something uh, physically mm. on the mm. site, no? Syempre, may mga negosyo like, for example, mining. Hindi mo na pwede dayain yung mining. Hindi na pwede remote yan. You really need to go to ano, the site, di ba? And meron ka talagang infrastructure sa site. So, yun, it's a case-to-case basis. Pero syempre, bago tayo magtabos today, no? Ano ba yung mga... Uh, Tips natin, last tips for our viewers, no? Siyempre, napapan- napapanood tayo at napapahinggan tayo sa uh, buong mundo from uh, Spotify to Google Podcast and mm-hmm. even YouTube. So, ano yung, ano mo, uh, yung uh, huling uh, message para sa ating yeah. mga viewers? Um, okay, sobrang dali lang guys, no? if you're into small business or um, nag-start up pa lang tayo, nagsisimula pa lang tayo, uh, even me, I'm, a, I'm an entrepreneur, di ba? Uh, yung pagiging, uh, by professional, I'm, a, I'm an enterprise architect, software enterprise architect. So, um, pero if I'm gonna wear my entrepreneur hat or technopreneur hat, um, ang napansin kasi natin dito, based sa mga na-implementan na natin ng software sa sobrang tagal na, that's why, uh, ang napansin natin is, yun nga, again, as I mentioned, software is not a cost. That's number one. It's an investment. So, we really need to understand bakit ba siya nagiging investment. Okay. To be realistically, na, kaya gusto kong um, sabihin to na, kaya nga, of course, I'm creating a book for how to invest on an ERP software, etc. Um, gusto kong gusto kong ano eh, gusto kong malaman ng mga small businesses na wag silang matakot to invest in in a software or um, in layman nga um, software pang negosyo, de ba? Kasi ang problema na ang problema natin um, namimiss ng mga small businesses yung chance chan, or chances na mas streamline or babigyan sila ng magandang insight nitong mga software na to, okay? para sa ikakagrow no or ikakalago ng negosyo nila kasi um, sa Pilipinas ang nangyayari is masyado na nga tayo nagiging takot dito dahil nga yon yung pinag-usapan natin namin ni Edison kanina about sa mga failed na projects etc so hindi naman kasi dapat pumupunta sa ganun kung number one, um aayusin natin yung readiness or magiging ready tayo to invest no number one, think about the people so 
ang unang i-consider natin bago tayo mag-invest is kung ready ba yung tao natin mag-embrace dun sa kahit anong software yan. Again, ang pinakamahal na software is yung software na hindi nyo gagamitin. Alright? E sino ba yung gumagamit? Siyempre yung users, yung tao. So number one, assess your team, assess your people. Kaya ba talaga ng tao natin or ng specific na, na team natin na ma-streamline yung process through this ERP system or through this CRM system? Paano natin malalaman kung kaya? Number one, they need to have a time to learn it. Even if you have a partner, pero kung sobrang fully loaded ang mga tao natin sa everyday task na hindi niya aaralin kung ano man yung in-implement or kung ano man yung binili nyo, in-invest nyo na, at gusto nyo nang gamitin, wala pa rin mangyayari. Kasi number one, ang learning curve ng isang system is medyo matagal yan, lalo na kung malaki yung, malaking team yung ini-implement natin. You need to learn the system. That's number one. It's hindi pa pwedeng hindi. Kaya nga, di ba, sometimes we pay for the training, etc., etc. But your people should be ready to learn the system. Hindi siya dapat maging additional task lang. Okay? Kaya sometimes we involve the HR eh, pag ganito. Hindi siya dapat maging additional task lang ng kumpanya pag nag-acquire kayo ng system. Dapat nilalagay talaga natin 'yan as major task, no? Sa pag-i-invest or sorry, sa paggamit ng sistema. Para magamit natin siya ng maayos, so technically pag nag-invest ka ng software, be sure or um, make sure that your system is ready to learn, ready to adapt that system. Right? Number two, um, kailangan-kailangan natin um, i-check kung yung mga features ba ng system or yung out-of-the-box na system, uh, system na ina-acquire natin can be used or naiintindihan ng mga tao na gagamit. May tinatawag kami ng mga complexity level. Let's say, sa warehousing, may complexity level yan. Sa production, may complexity level yan. If you're into like a micro-businesses, lalo na pagtatransact mo, like let's say, ng payment, may complexity level pa rin yan. So, i-assess natin yung tao ba natin ngayon ay kaya niya gumamit. No? May mga nakikita tayo na mga small business owners na sila mismo yung nag-hands-on. And I'm kudos to them kasi ang gagaling nilang mag-adapt. Pero, kasi sila yung business owner, negosyo nila yan, aaralin at aaralin nila yan. And in fact, alam din nila yung capability nila kung ano lang yung pwedeng i-implement sa ngayon. No? So that's two. On the technology, on the process side, kahit wala kayong sobrang gandang proseso na ISO, etc., at least, no, at least logical yung process, let's say may start and may end, or let's say sa procurement, kunyari, sino ba yung tao na magre-request, uh, purchase requisition, Sino ba yung magka, sino ba yung mag-a-approve ng PR na yon and so on and so forth gumawa lang ho kayo noon kahit hindi kahit hindi siya masyadong ISO-ish di ba but at least meron kayong process kasi hindi niyo mai-implement yung technology kung walang process no and then third is choosing the right technology so diyan na pumapasok yung investment is set aside ko muna yung choosing a partner kasi sa small businesses this is what we're trying to change no in a major way um Pagpipili po tayo ng technology, yung sinasabi namin ni Edison na out of the box, um, kailangan, number one, tingnan natin yung budget natin. No? So, budget muna. In software as a service, nagbabayad ka ng monthly pero nakukuha mo lahat. Security, uptime, meaning hindi nagda-down yan, etc. Et But of course, hindi lahat yan, pare-parehas. They're not all the same. So, you need to pick the better one. So, ang ang rule of thumb lalo na based uh, sorry based on my opinion no if magi-invest ka or first time kang magi-invest to an accounting or ERP system or a CRM customer relationship management which is dito dito mo ini store yung database no ng mga customer mo mag-start ka muna in 2000 to 3000 pesos hindi na masama yan hindi na malaki yan as small business no i'm not talking about micro may ibang way diyan but I, i'll go with small business that you know you know kumikita at least net 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 na mga 10,000 20,000 a month so um wag niyo na wag niyo siyang gawing expense mag-invest na talaga kayo ilagay niyo yan lalo na yung accounting and of course yung CRM napakahalaga niyan if you want to maintain your brand di ba so kailangan kailangan niyan at least 2,000 pesos meron ng mga ganyan Um, contact nyo si Edison, sasabihin niya kung ano yung mga yon. Pero napakaraming software as a service ngayon na Shopify, I think 600 ba? Di ko, di ko alam ha, sorry, I'm not a fan. But uh, mga ganun na lang siyang kamura, no? 
na monthly binabayaran mo. So, instead of hiring, uh, sorry, sorry for this term, but instead of hiring a person that hindi naman niya magagawa yung isang buong proseso na ganyan, bumili na lang kayo ng software as a service. Okay? So, 2,000 to 3,000 pesos to start an accounting and CRM system is a very good price monthly for you to, kasi makaharvest mo naman yun eh. Yung, yung, or, or maraming benefits na mabibigay ang sistema na yan. We can talk sa, sa ibang episode or just contact me kasi sobrang dami talaga. So, and um, lastly, uh, ang gusto nating sabihin dito is don't be afraid to adapt. Kasi pag di tayo nag-evolve as human beings or as businesses, nakita naman natin kung anong nangyari nung, sa pandemic, it forced us to go with Zoom, to go with Teams, to go with Google Meets every day. Since dati hindi natin ginagawa yan. So that's very basic example na kung hindi ka nag-invest sa system na sa company mo na ganun, na meron kayong private, um, video conferencing, etc. So, pwedeng mawalan or bumaba yung productivity. No? Don't be afraid also to accept yung mga, to connect your system to the online gateway payment kasi speed of operation is very um, you know, crucial today para mabi- yung customer mo maganda yung experience, no? Yung 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 um, pag-deal sa negosyo mo. So those uh, digital platform and things, no? So um, kailangan number one, you need to adapt. Number two, um, just check uh, yung yung price. Don't don't be afraid to to get an accounting or a CRM system for like two thousand to three thousand a month. And that's very, I think that's a very practical advice for those starting. Yes. So, ang dami na naman rin natutunan today, no? Hope you guys uh, like this episode. Siyempre, kung meron kayong mga uh, katanungan, no, kay Paul at sa atin, uh, you could actually email us at techned at hubnab.com And pwede rin kayong mag-text, no, sa 0915-7555-010. Siyempre, maraming maraming salamat sa iyo, Paul, for being with us here today. And uh, it's an honor to be, you know, uh, to have you here on uh, our show, no? And of course, sa ating mga viewers worldwide, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. And of course, to follow our uh, Facebook page. Maraming marami kayong matututunan doon. So, once again, guys, this is Edison Gotan. This is Tech and Ed Tech Talk. See you again next week, guys. Bye-bye!